Hey everyone, my name is Jess and I'm the host of today's show, Pep Talk Time. Over the last five years, I've entered many different seasons of life. I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm my own boss, but most importantly, I'm just me. In my very short but fulfilling life, I have realized that my passion is to help others build a life based on purpose. And best of all, remind you that no matter what season of life you are in, you are not alone. As always, I wear my heart on my sleeve. So hang tight because I have a message that I need to share with you today. Thanks so much for being here and remind yourself, you got this. Good morning, friends, and happy Wednesday. It is a super cold morning here in Connecticut. We live on the peak of a mountain, so I'm not sure where you're listening from, but we live on the peak of a mountain, so anytime it's cold, it's like 10 degrees colder here, so I am freezing my tush off uh, this morning, but I had to get on because last night a message was put on my heart, literally woke up at like 1130 at night and I just could not go back to bed because I just had this like feeling come over me and I was like, I really think I need to share this message. And before I kind of even get into sharing this message, I want to just put a disclaimer out there. This content that I'm putting out right now, this message that I'm putting out right now, it is not to be super opinionated. It is not to sway anyone's opinion. It's not to what's the word I'm looking for? Offend anyone maybe? But it's something that I feel like maybe there's someone else out there that needs to hear this message because it's something like I feel like I really needed in my life a couple years ago. And it's something that I want to share with you because I feel like it can sometimes be one of those really taboo, sensitive topics to talk about. And that's prayer. I think sometimes when we hear or we say the words, you know, like, I'm praying for you, or I'm going to pray about it, or this. A lot of the times that is just so based around either someone's particular religion, or what they personally believe in. And I think religion is just one of those things, either you know people, or you are someone that is super religious, and then you have people that also are not at all. And that's totally fine. I think everyone is obviously entitled to believe in whatever they want. But with that being said, Over the last, I would probably say year and a half, I've been through a really weird journey, but also really amazing and enlightening journey when it came to me discovering my faith and figuring out what worked for me. Because if I'm going to be honest, when I looked around and I saw friends that were super into their faith, I felt like in certain ways, maybe I didn't necessarily fit that mold. So today I want to dive into really quick how over the last... 90 days we have literally changed our life by praying and just hang with me with this podcast because if you were like okay well she just said praying and I don't pray so this podcast has nothing to do with me I need you to just hold the phone and sit tight and just listen to this message because I have a feeling that this message might be for someone like you Growing up, my my journey in faith was very weird and disorganized. Um, <laughs> disorganized is a funny word to use, but it is the truth. Um, just to kind of give you a little bit of a background, I would never say that I grew up in a super religious household um, at all. My mother is Jewish and my father is Catholic. And when they got married, my dad was amazing and did a lot of the Jewish traditions that 
you know, my mom and her family has, have done, you know, in the past for certain weddings and things like breaking the glass and, you know, wearing a yarmulke. My dad did all those things and it was great. But growing up, they had made the decision because in the Jewish religion, you are whatever your mother is. So they had made the decision that they were going to raise both my sister and I Jewish. So from a very young age, I started going to Hebrew school. And unfortunately, my mom got super sick um, with Lyme's disease and it took her life for about five years. I don't know. No one actually probably knows that about us, but my mom was pretty much bedridden for about five years um, of my childhood, of both my sister and I's childhood, where she could not communicate. She forgot our names. She forgot her colors. And because of that, my parents had made the decision that instead of having no religion, we would have a religion. And because my father knew nothing about really the Jewish traditions and all that other jazz, they decided to start taking us to church. So within one year, I received my baptism, my um, communion, and my confirmation. And every single Sunday before church would start, I would go to the priest's house because it was right next to the church. And my dad and I, quote unquote, would do like a CCD class with him. And that was the only way that I could speed up a process that people had been doing for, or I should say not people, but children had been doing for years in order to receive their confirmation, you know, when they were older. So my growing my childhood was never this super organized this is what we believe in it was kind of just like a hey we definitely have you know a faith you know driven family however there was no like praying over meals or praying at nighttime or really any of that unless you needed it you know unless someone was sick then all of a sudden we would find ourselves in prayer or when circumstances maybe didn't go as planned that's when we really decided to pray and that's nothing against my family at all they are amazing parents and I am so thankful that they made the decision in their very early you know parenthood journey to kind of bring my sister and I along in some sort of a journey but that also meant that there really was never um this kind of one way of thinking which is honestly something I I personally really love but I've never really, you know, felt comfortable with prayer. And my husband is the same way. Um, He also did not really grow up in a very religious household. They are Protestant and he did some stuff, but really never followed through with any type of religion. Um, So we, in our very early marriage, you know, we just kind of found ourselves like, okay, we're just not super religious people. We're kind of just going to do whatever, like we have faith and whatnot, but as we start to progress in our relationship more and more, that's when I realized that there were a lot of things in our life that we were constantly facing. I found ourselves very early on in our marriage having so much difficulty with so many burdens that adulthood just brings on. And a lot of them were doubt and fears and confusion and fighting and stress and it was just like all of the anxieties about adulting and that pressure that sometimes our society puts on to us it becomes so crippling and I think it really started becoming super crippling the more we kind of dove into our parenthood journey when we became parents very early on within our marriage and I just remember feeling so lost and being so tired of feeling so tired and so tired of crying because I was stressed about something or worrying and texting him because as I've been very open, I have awful anxiety and I just remember days where I couldn't sleep and I would text him and 
it, my husband and I would just be filled with so much worry. And it was almost like it just started to embody so much of our relationship was just all the negativity that this world can sometimes bring out of people that the stress, the pressure really starts bringing out of people. And I just remember feeling so lost and so alone and that although I had so much family and although we did and do have a great marriage, in some ways we did feel very alone because there was just no way to communicate the way that we were really feeling towards some of these stresses that started happening in our lives. But with that being said, we knew that there was a change that started to happen and we were very fortunate enough and we are very fortunate enough to have some really amazing supportive people in our life, some people that we look up at, at as mentors, some people that we just really admire that are some of our really good friends and we just started seeing how having faith in, in other ways in life started changing other people and like I said, I think from very early on, we've always been like okay like we have faith and whatnot and you know when something goes wrong for someone we'll say that we're praying for someone but it almost just made it seem like it was just kind of like okay this is just what you do in times of needs is you just pray but circling back to all those stresses that I started feeling as an adult everything really came full circle in the beginning of this new pregnancy with our second son god willing um he has so far carried this pregnancy to be a super happy and healthy healthy pregnancy but in the beginning of this pregnancy did not start that way we had lost our dog and then literally the day after we lost our doggy that we love so much we found out that we were pregnant we were like this is like god's gift you know this is like our miracle you know we had to sacrifice something that we really love to love something maybe even more and right then and there we were like wow that's such a blessing and we've always been very in touch with you know our spiritual you know like what's the word that i'm looking for we've always been in touch with like spirits and especially my husband with his father passing away and I definitely believe in all of those blessings and all of those signs and for some of you you might know like how significant the penny is in our life but with that being said this pregnancy didn't start off the way that Thomas's did or that we really ever saw fit um, to give you a little bit of a background in case you don't know or in case you didn't hear we found out that I was pregnant very early on. However, there was really no way to detect how early I was um, besides the fact that um, one evening I came home after my confirmation, you know, doctor's appointment and I started experiencing a lot of side pain and because there was no ultrasound to confirm where the baby was, I immediately just felt that anxiety that I had kind of just spoken about just overcome my body and we decided to go to the ER because that's the smart thing to do. And when we went to the ER, they had told me that there was no signs of a baby and that I was most likely, and I'm going to get emotional right now, but there was most likely no signs of a baby. And I was either in early miscarriage stage or that the baby was in my fallopian tubes and that if I had felt any excruciating pain that I should come back immediately because it might mean that I, you know, one of my tubes has ruptured and it was just a very frightful time in our life and I just remember leaving that ER and dropping to my knees in the parking lot and just feeling so confused and left with so many unanswers and it was like that peak of that anxiety and that like depression and fear and all that stuff that I was already kind of talking about that was going on between us within our four walls with finances and things like that there was just so much pressure and then to top it all off it was like this just got hit with us 
and it was like a moment where I just felt so weak as a woman and as a wife and it was a really scary 48 hours and by the grace of God and that is why we have given our son Theo the name of Theo because it means divine gift gift from God because by the grace of God within 48 hours there was an egg and that egg turned into an embryo and that embryo turned into a beating heartbeat with a baby and ever since then it has been such an amazing miracle and it's something that we have prayed for but that night that we found out of course now Maggie's gonna start barking (laughs) because I'm in the home recording my podcast downstairs But that night was when something shifted inside of me. And I said, I can't carry this pressure anymore. And my husband couldn't either. It just, it wasn't fair for either of us. And we said, we need to be able to release this to someone else. Like we can't constantly go to bed at night worrying about if we're making the best decision with our finances, if we're making the best decision with our family about what's going to happen next with this baby, about what's going to happen next within our four walls. And it was the first night that we ever, ever, and I mean ever in our marriage, and we have been together for nine years, married to, that we prayed together. And sometimes when we hear prayer, we associate it with a certain type of religion. And that's what I want to talk to you about is because as I stated in the beginning, when I had Anytime I had visualized faith or I had seen someone that was religious, that is how I determined faith. But I'm going to tell you right now, we pray every single night to God, to the Lord. But I do not go to church every Sunday. We do not pray over every single meal that we eat. I do not know every single scripture in the Bible. To be honest, I don't even know how to read the Bible perfectly. But I could tell you right now, over the last 90 days... We have prayed every single night together. And over the last 90 days, we have incorporated so many amazing things into our life, like listening to music that might uplift us, feeling more in touch with each other. And last night, and that's, I think, why I was awoken at 1130 at night. Last night before we went to bed, I looked at my husband and I said, do you feel, and I'm going to get so emotional because I, I really believe this, and this is so also like my hormones <laughs> from pregnancy, but I looked over at my husband and I said, do you feel like prayer has changed us? And he looked at me and he was like, I 1000% do. And we are not these perfect people. I would not be like, like I said, I don't go to church every Sunday. I don't know certain scriptures in the Bible. I don't know how to read the Bible perfectly. And this is not about being Christian or Catholic or Jewish or atheist. This is not about anything. You don't, whatever the case might be, whatever, however you view your life, I'm trying to get the message across to you right now of the power of being able to release the pain that you are feeling in your life, the pressures that you are feeling in your life onto someone else. It could be God. It could be someone else that you could believe in. It could be the universe. But over the last 90 days, every single night, we've sat over Thomas's crib and we have prayed to the man that we decide to pray to our Lord. And I can tell you, for certain that our life has been restored in such a short amount of time. We feel so much closer together as a unit. I feel like my anxiety is not nearly as bad as it used to be. At night, I feel like I could take a breath of fresh air. And it's so nice to not only 
pray for us, but to be able to pray for our friends that are trying to conceive their first child or if they're trying to gain a certain abundance in their life and us not just praying or not just reaching out to the universe because something's bad. Sometimes in life, we need to be able to just get on our knees and thank whoever it is, the universe, the Lord, God, like I said, whoever it is that you believe in. Because when you're able to do that, I can tell you right now, we are functioning better as a unit within our home. And the power of what it has done in the last 90 days has restored us in ways that I never thought possible. We stress less about our finances. We stress less about the decisions that we make on a daily basis. We stress less about what's going to happen in the future and we can focus more on the present. And that's all because we have decided to hand it over to someone else and we decided to say, you know what, whatever is meant to be will be and we trust in whatever the decision that you have for us. And not only that, we can start praying and hoping that other friends and other family members are going to receive the same type of abundance and hope and happiness in their life as well. So I want you to hang tight really quick because I'm going to challenge you to do something and hopefully you have hung, you have stayed with me for this long because if you have, I appreciate you so much and I hope that you're getting where I'm coming from out of this message and I hope that it's something that maybe you can relate to or that other that you can share with others so they can relate to it because maybe it's a message that they need because like I said the message that I want to get across is that you do not need to be in this certain type of mold in order to have prayer or to reach out into the universe and ask for the universe to bless you in certain ways but I will tell you right now you need to actually do it you need to actually be consistent with it not just on days where you feel really crappy about the situation that you're in on days where you feel super blessed super grateful and you need to not only ask for things that you need in your life or give thanks for the things that you have in your life but also do it for others so hang tight because I'm going to ask you to take on this challenge with me so you need to ask yourself are you up for the challenge can you actually dedicate yourself to the next 30 days of what I'm about to ask you can you have discipline in doing so can you not get distracted because if that is you, then this is going to change your life, okay? Every single night before you go to bed, I need you to get down on your knees, and I'm not asking you to pray to God. I'm just asking you to talk to whoever, okay? If you don't pray to God or the Lord or whatever, maybe you're a big believer in the universe and how the universe blesses you, but I need to ask you to just sit down or get on your knees and hand it over. Hand whatever it is that you're going through over, okay? I want you to hand it over. That's exactly what this challenge is going to be, okay? I want you to hashtag hand it over, hand it over, hashtag, and tag me in it on your social media if this is a challenge that you are willing to take on with me. Because every single night for the last 90 plus days since I found out I was pregnant, so now we are going into four months, I have handed it over. We have handed it over, not only to the things that we need and that we are grateful for in our lives, but also things that we know that our friends and our family members or even acquaintances are struggling with and the difference that it has made in our life, not only for the anxieties and the fears and the doubts that we were facing, but also just restoring us as individuals, restoring our marriage, helping us to come together as one. It has been the, the most powerful thing besides having children together, besides having 
a house together besides getting married literally getting down together at night and just giving over to whatever we have we are dealing with or what our friends are dealing with has been the most restorative process in our marriage ever so whether you're married single or whatever i want you to do this challenge with me and if you take on the challenge please please hashtag and tag me in it hand it over you don't need to tell me exactly what you're handing over but I think that this could be a really powerful 30 days. And if you don't feel like in 30 days you feel like a, ch- a weight has been lifted off of your chest, keep going. Another 60 days, another 90 days. And before you know it, you become so consistent and so disciplined in it. And this amazing thing is whoever you're, whoever you're handing it over to, whether it's the universe or Lord, God, whoever it is that you believe in, you will be restored. Because it's happening. It has happened to us. It's happened to other people. And I want you to be able to experience the same type of evolution in your life. So remember that no matter what season of life you're going through, that super difficult one, hand it over. And remember that at the end of the day, you got this. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. I love reconnecting with you guys and I am super excited to see who takes on this challenge with us. So if you decide to take on the challenge, share it on any type of social media, hand it over. This way we can help restore more lives and help more people out there. If you enjoyed today's podcast or any of my other podcasts, please go ahead, leave a review, leave a comment and go ahead and share it with your friends. Remember that at the end of the day, my goal is to help remind you that no matter what season of life you are in, you are not alone. You got this. Thanks so much, guys. And until next time, and don't forget, I will be getting TJ on here and we will be hosting part two of Home Broke. Can't wait.